0: Welcome to Live the Fuel. Welcome to Live Welcome the, the Fuel. Welcome to Live the Fuel. Focusing on health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney.
1: All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So this evening, we're bringing on a new co-host for you guys. It's kind of funny. I actually stumbled across this gentleman's name through, and for those of you who are regular listeners of this show, I talk a lot about Thrive Make Money Matter, uh, a powerful event for entrepreneurs or anyone alike who actually wants to find purpose in their business and giving back. Uh, But this gentleman's name came up a couple of times, and then all of a sudden, we got connected through the power of networking and online podcast referrals. But this gentleman is joining us today. He's an expert in mental focus Behavioral Psychology and Career Development, consultant to multiple Fortune 100 companies and TED Talk alumni. I've hinted about getting on a TED Talk one of these days myself uh, with his talk on mental focus. So he's given hundreds of seminars around the world. He's shared the stage with Gary Vaynerchuk, Shaq, some of the biggest names in sports, entertainment, and media. Uh, I'm going to actually just jump right in here because I want to. there's so much more to this guy's bio. But without further ado, welcome to the show, Isaiah Henkel.
0: Hey, Scott. Good to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, man. You, you got a heck of a background. I mean, let's be, let's be real. You've been around the block a little bit <laughs> Yeah,
0: in, the, uh, in, the, in a good way. Hopefully, yeah. So.
1: I mean, you know, and a little, I, I got to throw it back in here. The little other piece of your bio, which I love is that, you know, along the way you kind of maybe started, you know, three different multi-million dollar multinational businesses, you know, the book, I mean, you know, there, there's some money success there involved, right?
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, chasing that's always the fun part right but it's uh it it is something that it's it's always good to have results too right
1: well it helps i guess substantiate what it is you're doing and how how you're accomplishing what everything you're accomplishing so and and so we were joking around when we had our little pre-podcast interview to get to know each other and we literally the exact term that i stumbled across you was the whole black hole thing so (laughs) and i was like why do I know that? And I didn't realize that was you who had authored it. Because once I found your name, went to the website. You got to our listeners, guys. It's his name. It's Isaiah. Isaiah man, Hankel. I can't. You got it. You got I struggle it, with the name, man. I don't know what it is. It,
0: say, it sounds like a Z, but it's an S. So.
1: Yeah, I know. But I have a friend of mine that's spelled the opposite way, and that's why I'm having an argument inside of my own brain. Um, but like, right on your website, you're promoting live, like, or sorry, say live like a lion. And it says, stop following others and be a leader. And now, obviously, did that spin off as far as a new theme after you launched the whole Black Hole Focus, which is obviously the book that I'm hinting at?
0: Yeah, well, the Live Like a Lion thing has been, you know, for me for a while, we actually got it. Uh, it's one of the first things I got trademarked. Okay. Because it really, it really meant a lot for me in terms of being a leader, right? Choosing, it's, it's, it's one of those words that encapsulates thousand different things instead of just describing all those things. And I think if a lot of people kind of stepped up and said, you know, what would, what would I do if I was in control of my own life and leading it and not just a spectator, it would, it would, it would change your results quickly.
1: Oh, I like that. The whole connection on the spectatorship piece. That's nice. And and it's funny because on your website, actually, what the heck, I'm going to go ahead and start doing some screen sharing while we're at, let's have some fun with the technology. Um, I'm on your book, book connected page. And on there, the black hole focus, right? How intellectual people can create a powerful purpose for their lives. So clearly, as you just clarified, the tagline I already earlier mentioned, that was always a part of you. Then you eventually built everything towards this black hole focus book. So how long has this book been, I guess, hitting us? Because I'm I'm just trying to reconnect the whole timeline of events. Yeah. So this is my first
0: book, and this came out in 2014 okay, and the live like a lion things all explained in that book. My new book is coming out as a science of intelligent achievement. Uh, I don't even know if I have a URL here. I think I can, uh, or if I've given it to you, yet. let me
1: give that yeah. to you. I mean, if you got if it, you got it know, why not? That. We'll just share it real time. Cause I, I noticed you didn't have, I knew you had the new book coming yes. and I wasn't sure if you would really, you know, really started blasting all the marketing for it yet or not. So- just start
0: man. You're like one of the first, first interviews. <laughs> all so right. Ladies and gentlemen, you're getting some of the early really- stuff. Yeah, we just finished this page uh, last week. I'm really excited. We have a lot of great people that have gotten behind the book. There we um, go.
1: Fresh off the digital presses. There you go. Love, oh, are those synaptic synaptic pathways?
0: (laughs) Yes, not everybody gets that. Actually, I was talking to my publisher. I was like, are you sure you want to do this? Because I'm not sure everybody's going to know that these are uh, neurons or... Synaptic pathways or anything close. I I don't. I, don't, I so forgot
1: good. to tell you that I did study psychology while I was doing my marketing degree, so I do geek out on this.
0: <laughs> perfect, perfect, right audience.
1: And I met James uh, Altucher, uh, not this past Thrive, but the Thrive before, out in San Diego. Thrive Make Money Matter. The second year, he was out there speaking. That's right. He yeah. Did go. yeah I so he, and yeah. I love how you got him on here as well. I don't know Margot Aaron.
0: Yeah, margo has got a great. uh, great new brand called that seems important she she's worked for a lot of the big 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 marketing companies and she started her own brand (laughs) if you go you have to check out her site at some time not to not to plug her too much here but if you go to her website she talks uh, as a matter of fact as it gets about marketing to the point of where she will make you feel stupid if you're a marketeer at all you're like okay i do a lot of this stuff, and she's totally calling me out on it. So it's, oh, I
1: love it! Perfect, right. because I mean, I, I've constantly I tell people all the time. We, you and I are going to agree on this since you've uh, you know been on the stage with people like Gary Vaynerchuk. Like we're, we're the product of the people we spend the most time with. Classic old Jim Rohn quote, maybe not verbatim, but uh, if you yes. if you want to grow, you have to find people that are, might be a little bit smarter than you, and might have to put you in your place once in a while.
0: Yes, absolutely. absolutely. So
1: so all right, science of intelligent achievement, brand new page. Yes. Do you got a release date?
0: Release date internationally, December 29th, and then oh. in the US, January third. Perfect.
1: All right. We'll, to, we'll get we'll get nice some teaser. Start generating some keyword recognition once this stuff goes live on the uh, internet yeah. space. So, so I mean, how many other uh, shows have you had a chance to even do even mention this on? <sighs>
0: like one, man. You're one of the first. We have, uh, we got like 30 lined up now. Nice. And, uh, nice. They're, they're sprinkling out from now until about through February. It gets into most of the bookstores will, will, will be early Feb. So, so your PR bookstores. person's
1: doing a good job. Yeah. She's doing a great job. Awesome. Well, so okay, let's, let's go back. Let's, let's rewind back here. Okay. Let's get back to the whole live like a lion. This, clearly this is the foundation under everything that eventually led to the books, right?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, the, it's what the brand was really built on in terms of like a personal brand. Mm-hmm. Something that meant a lot for me. I, I went to, uh, I started out like a lot of people, uh, you know, I would say that try to get into the space in terms of leadership and, and business uh, and nonfiction writing. And I started going to a lot of conferences. You consume a lot of content and then you're like, oh, I'm ready to produce some, some of my own content. And one thing that I learned uh, was that it's really important to have kind of a driving montage inside of you And, you know, for me, it turned into a meme. There's a chapter in the first book, Black Hole Focus, that says turn your uh, mission statement into a meme uh, or similar. Mm -hmm. And so that mission statement for me became, you know, contribute massively uh, and and live like a lion was it in short. I think it's actually there on my homepage. Uh, So that's, you know, that really encapsulated not waiting to do things, right? Seizing the moment, now being a leader, stepping up. Uh, It's better to live, you know, a robust life, now than it is to wait and wait and wait and kind of eke your way through life for, for years and years. And, and so that's kind of what it developed into and and it was a big part of the first book, but it's it's carried over into this book too, I would say.
1: Oh, I love your little, t- little tag in here. Why working hard will not make you productive? Man, have I talked about that a lot. <laughs> I bet, I bet. So, I mean, so these are all things that you've actually then built into this now becoming. Now, the, are these books any type of tie together that could be considered a series or no? We're talking about... Really, no connectivity directly.
0: Well, they—I mean—they're written by me, so there's <laughs> going to be some connected yes. things. The first book really focused on, yeah, you know, a lot of us get to this place where we have no idea what we wanted to do. Like for me, I went through the higher echelons of academia, I got my doctorate, and then I realized I did not want to live this life. I thought I would arrive, be happy. I realized I didn't want to live this life at all. The world came crashing down. In one sense, lots of stress. I developed a stress-induced condition. Um, And it was all because I didn't have a purpose. I didn't know where I was going. And I think a lot of highly driven people, when you reach that state, that is like a kind of psychological death. And Black Hole Focus spawned out of that because I realized this new purpose. I found this new career track, this new life track. Develop Black Hole Focus to help other people do the same thing. Because there's a lot of us that reach a certain point, either in academia or in corporate you know, businesses where we think we'd arrive, but we realize this is not where I ultimately wanted to go. I didn't think about it. How do I redefine my purpose? How do I figure out where I want to go? How do I get focused on something that matters? That was the first book. This book is a lot more of the how. Okay, you know what you want to do. Now, how do you actually get there? How do you navigate all of the crappy people in life, right? Like the people who suck up your attention? How do you protect your mental energy from these people, from these bad situations? And how do you actually get to that to fulfilling that purpose or to get to that end point you set for yourself.
1: No, that's a powerful point. Uh and I I'm just looking at your site right now and actually I actually want to do a quick sh- uh screen share just because I'll get to my point, but I just love the fact you have Lewis House on here yes. for the black hole page because again, met him at Thrive Make Money Matter. He spoke to us and gave us his uh his book uh when it was being released. So, uh I love you're connected with all the right people. <laughs> I'll just say that cuz yeah, I mean, Lewis I mean, Lewis has been blowing his brand up. I mean, yeah. Yeah, perfect these example world, of how to keep hustling.
0: These worlds ahead of, uh, yeah, where, where, where I am. And plus, it you know, it helps when you're seven feet tall and like the perfect physical. You know, former health football
1: health. player probably helps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, maybe guy, guy. some, name, really some name recognition. Uh, but it, it, this came up the other night because I, I had just aired a, a new podcast with uh, Karen Putz. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but um, she's someone who had who had been born with a hearing impairment. And, but still could hear. And then uh, through the love of of barefoot water skiing, uh, she eventually crashed and lost all of her hearing and became fully deaf. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so powerful. So this woman is now, God, and, and her she's done 15 books. She's either been a ghostwriter on oh. them or, or teamed up on them and then wrote her own books. I mean, just crazy, crazy stuff. And uh, it we literally discussed this exact point about how I asked her point blank. I said, you know... I'm guilty of it, I love my family, uh, but the, the the closest friends and family to you sometimes feel like they're protecting you because they they wanna not hold hmm. you back. I don't know how to better word that right now, but in the end they are holding you back. But they're trying to say, well, I don't know if you should really consider doing that, blah, 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 blah. They're kind of doing the second guessing for you and that's just not the fuel for your fire. That doesn't belong in our mindsets. So I love this yes. piece you're hinting at here about protecting our mindset.
0: Yeah, and, and- you don't realize how powerful people's suggestions can be. I mean, we hear about the power of suggestion, whatever it is, but, you know, especially when it comes from a source as close to us as family, who's influenced us for years, friends, et cetera, people we've been wanting to impress for years, they will either hold you back either without knowing it, right? Maybe out of caring too much Mm -hmm. and wanting to protect you, which is just as bad um, in one way uh, in terms of your focus. And then there's those who will, without even realizing it, they will try to protect and justify the fact that they're not reaching and stretching themselves. They're not uh, taking on more in their life. And again, some of these people do it without real Some of course do it actively and they know they're trying to hold you back. Oh, absolutely. So but some people, they just, something gets ins- triggered inside of them psychologically. They don't realize it. It's just self-justification. Okay. I'm sitting on uh, you know on my rear, not doing anything. If somebody else does it, that shows me that I, it's not because I, you know, it's the world. It's because I'm just not getting up and making it happen. So I'm going to try to subtly hold that person back. And we're really good at creating, you know, kind of evading reality of what we're doing. And so you really have to be on guard of that because that will hold you back. Other than your own mindset, that holds you back more than anything else because it distracts um, your mind.
1: Well, That's and I saying. think I think from my self-discovery, my self-work over the recent years, and just from that, thanks to launching this show and bringing on uh, influencers like yourself, you all have taught me and just reinforced in that, It's not their fault per se. They're not. Not a lot of these people that are doing this. Sometimes our closest friends and family, they don't realize they're doing it because they've allowed that negative self talk to ingrain itself so deeply. Mm -hmm. It's just the way they speak. It's the way they live. So they figure, well, they're the ones that are unofficially have already held themselves back. They should be manifesting that onto others as well. And whether they realize it or not, (laughs) it's just the psychology behind it's pretty powerful. And I just. I love digging into it because this is so important for our listeners to hear because I guarantee you there's going to be people listening to this, whether it be a health goal, business goal, lifestyle goal, is there's people pushing that energy on us, whether they want to do it on purpose or not. You did a make a value point. There's a lot of people who are purposely doing that because they do know that they haven't achieved what they thought they wanted. So there's like, well, if I'm suffering, I'm going to make you suffer too. There's unfortunately those people.
0: Yeah. And, and I would, you know, But let's bring it full circle, and I would say no matter what reason it is, I don't care about the reason. I don't care if they need to or not. Whose fault is it? It's your fault because ultimately it's your responsibility to see what is happening, to not listen to those factors and those forces, and to push yourself ahead. So if you're not getting ahead, the last thing you want to do is say, well, this person is subtly holding me back, and then we dig into the psychology of how they're holding you back, and then you think of terms like narcissism and playing the victim, and that's great. You don't want to get stuck there, though. Uh, understand it up to a point, and then say, "You know what? This is my fault." Now it's up to me mm-hmm. to move beyond that. Cut this person out of my life. You know, take a relationship fast, and and, and push myself forward. Surround myself by some better people. It always comes back to your own personal responsibility.
1: Well, and everything you're saying right now, just I can't. I got to get the quote out of my head. I don't know who wrote it, but back in the day, I was a coach and then an analyst with uh, T-Mobile, big wireless mm. company, right? Yes. And I heard of it. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, big pink, magenta, whatever their color is, and uh, I think it's magenta pink actually. But it's one of the they had re completely overhauled their missions and value statements. And one of the ones that has come up a couple of times since I've launched this show and that never left my brain, which I'll say impressive work by them on on the internal marketing because I still remember it. Was we are all personally and collectively accountable for our results. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons why that they wrote that was not just to instill. In the individual, that hey man, you're accountable for everything that you do, but also there's a teamwork involved in stuff too. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because everything you just said, it is us. Like you, stop the blame game. You you don't have to listen to them. You can use the excuse that oh, what's my friend and family? Uh, they're the closest things to me. I have to listen. Like well, I can hear go in one ear and out the other, and then still go do what I want to do. If I hadn't, if I had listened to my friends and family, I never would have left the corporate world and did the wildland firefighting for two years. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's like. And then, and then ha- that has now helped transcend to where I am today. So yes. if I would have listened to people, I wouldn't have had that adventure. Uh, I wouldn't have had that life-changing experience. So you have to take risks. And yeah, you might piss a few people off along the way, but in the end, it's your life. That's what I'm hearing yes. from you too.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that is the first step is, and one of the chapters in the science of intelligent achievement is taking a relationship fast because People do not understand how much their external environment, especially people, can influence them. There's a lot of studies that that I go into the book. Uh, One that I love to mention is there was two groups, really easy to study to understand. One group uh, of people engaged with a negative person for four minutes and then took a performance test. Another group engaged with a negative person for, I'm sorry, ignored a negative person, didn't engage for four minutes, took the performance test. Those who engaged performed significantly lower than those who did not engage, mm-hmm. right? So that eliminates a lot of arguments because one of the arguments is, oh, okay, other people around me aren't going to affect me, right? Not true. They are going to affect you, especially if you engage in them, especially if you get sucked into their drama, their negativity, you listen to it, whatever. There's there's studies that show that listening to just 30 minutes of negativity or complaining peels away neurons in your hippocampus, which is the part of your brain responsible for problem solving. And that study proves it. So four minutes engaging with a negative person, you perform lower if you just ignore them, even though they're there yapping, whatever it is. You ignore them, you cut them out of your life. You go eat your lunch somewhere else, or you ignore them during lunch at the office, whatever it is. You're going to perform better. You're going to, and why do you perform better? Because you conserve your mental energy, which is really at the crux of success
1: in life. I, I use the term a lot on this show too. You might want to correct me on, or maybe you have your own version of how you would use this. I'm intrigued to how you see it respond to this. But I, I, I'm a fitness guy, so my guys like. It's just like going to the gym and putting in the reps. So yeah. the difference is here, we're putting in the psychological and the mental reps because the, the, the body follows the mind. So just yeah. like your point uh, impacts the health and everything else. This is hilarious. I, like literally on the drive home tonight to prepare for these, I was listening to another podcast I had on. Uh, you familiar with Christina Wise? I've heard the name. Yeah. And then you ever hear JJ Virgin? Yes yeah, so J.J. Virgin was a guest on Christina Wise's show. I had Christina on okay. recently, so I'm hoping to get now JJ on because huge health and wellness nut, right? Mm. And she's built an amazing brand. and one of the things that stood out to me was I never knew all of JJ's story, and I was this was coming out on her podcast about her son and uh, him getting hit by a car and and the doctor's telling her that, oh well, he won't even survive the life flight uh, to the hospital." and she's like, "Well, I don't care, you're taking him. Then they went then the doctors went and said, "Well, he's not going to survive surgery. Well, he did that too. And all these things. She's just like, if I would have listened to all of those individuals, even if they were the professionals, wow. and I didn't listen to my own knowledge and what she knew as a health professional, she's like, I would have lost my son. You know, they said that he'll never work. He might not be able to walk again. All of these things. And one of the things that she ended up tying to was back to this point of who we're surrounding ourselves with, right? Like you just hinted, hey, man don't eat lunch with that person anymore. Okay. Like go change your surroundings or the people you're associating with day in and day out. And if you don't have somebody positive right away, put in a set of headphones and listen to a podcast or an audio book. I don't know, just an idea. I mean, last time I checked, uh, I do believe your, uh, black hole is on audio audible, right?
0: Uh, Yeah. It's on audible. Just actually. So black
1: hole focus, ladies and gentlemen, go listen to it on audio. You don't have to buy the physical book. I have a massive digital library these days. So I have my physical library and there's other stuff stored other places. But now, because I travel so much, it's audio. Like, put the headphones in and go. What, yeah. What's your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I agree. Especially in today's world where we're a lot more active and people are more mobile, audiobooks are the way to go. Um, but in terms of what you're saying, though, in, in terms of your surrounding, we have mere neurons in our brain. It's been well studied we copy other people. If we're around somebody long enough, we'll start to say the same things as them, the same little, uh, you know, isms. Like if somebody says, you know, biggie size it all the time and you're around that person, you're going to start saying biggie size it, right? Whatever it is, no matter how dorky. And you see that you get college friends, whatever it is, you started talking like each other. You have your little inside jokes that happens. People affect us. There's studies that show that if you carry a heavy clipboard around like a doctor would, you're going to perform better on a test. Afterwards, if you wear a white lab coat, if you wear a sport jacket, man or woman, you are going to perform well afterwards because you're going to hold yourself to a higher standard. Hmm. It's it's amazing how our environment affects us. People, though, are you know, they're the, the pinnacle of our environment. They're gonna affect us more and more. Another study, real quick, uh, found that people who were asked to write down their goals like by themselves and then asked to write down their goals several months later after watching somebody else write down their goals wrote down completely different goals. How are they different? The ones who saw somebody else write down their goals first, wrote down goals that were similar to the person who wrote down their goals first, right? We automatically copy and shift things all the time to what other people want. And like you said, so if you're surrounding yourself with people that want the usual 401k, and they just want the house, and that's the end of their lifelong progression, that's going to be what you chase. And that's going to be the end of your progression too.
1: I love what you're saying about this because I am can see, I was joking around with this with Karen, um, through her translator, right? She had to have a signing person. It was, it was a very, the, it it's probably the most patient podcast I've ever done because I've never had to deal with like auditory translation through sign language. Um, uh, real quick, just for your benefit, this is her book. She just sent it to me. So unwrapping oh. your passions, um, creating the life you truly want. But we talked a lot about this and I love being transparent and truthful. And when I was in high school, I grew up on a farm. I didn't have any college preparatory, uh, you know, leveling up mindset. I didn't think I'd ever go to college because I was not gonna pay for it and everything else. But thanks to me getting a high school job and working with people from other high schools around me, I became friends with them. And then I find out all of them are going to Penn State to be engineers. And I was like, oh, I like building stuff, and they're doing that. Well, why can't I do that? So on one note, it was positive because it took me outside of my my blinder mindset and gave me an opportunity to consider something else. But the side effect that I'm getting at here was I never finished my engineering degree. So I was paying my way through school, going to school, and going to uh, work full-time to pay for school. And then the startup company that I was involved with, they started to make me busier and busier and they were going to pay me to travel. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not fully in love with the engineering because, well, was it my goal or was it my friend's goal? And I just kind of jumped on the on the bandwagon. So yeah. like I said, on a positive note, I surrounded myself with people that got me to think outside the box, but then I kind of rushed the process and I didn't really take the time to establish what my goals really were. And years later, I obviously went back to school on nights and weekends as an adult student, finished a BS in, in, in uh, marketing and psychology, which is why I geek out on psychology. And to this day, it's funny because I, I don't remember anything from the business classes in school, but I remember all the psychology. So oh. it's funny how things manifest many, many years later. I, I just want to kind of connect on that with you because it's tying together a couple of different things we're talking about, but yes. it's interesting. Like I'm listening, but sometimes I shouldn't be listening. Or in your case, the role writing thing, uh, I'm like, ooh, okay, well, I should have taken my time to write my role, my goals.
0: Well, what I love, what I love what you're saying here is that you can use this to your advantage. So if you are going to adapt to the people around you, surround yourself with amazing people. So you're, you know, we hear these memes a lot, be the weakest person in the room, be the dumbest person in the room, oh, whatever. But yeah. right? if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. This is great. However, sequence matters. Most people talk about strategies all day long. They don't talk about sequence. So what we're talking about here is before you know who to surround yourself with, you need to spend some time with yourself. And that's the first section of this book is about, protecting your mental energy, figuring out what you want, taking a relationship fast, right? Mapping when your energy levels are peaking, like your mental energy level, so you can save your peak mental energy level times for you, not for other people. These are all the first steps. Once you protect your mental energy, once you know who you are, who you want to be, then you can say, okay, I need to surround myself with these people in that area, right? If we do that, oh, okay, I'm not going to accidentally do- go down a, you know, a uh, get some doctorate on a topic that I don't want to do research in. I'm not going to go down an engineering path for, for years and years. when I, That's not ultimately what I want. Uh, so really stepping away, figuring out what you want first, spending some time with yourself, protecting your own mental energy so you can spend it on you and your biggest goals and figuring out what you want, crucial first step. Hmm.
1: I love this. Because it's like... It's really, I don't care who's going to be listening to this. It has to get you to think about this, right? I mean, I think so many of us have either rushed the process or to your point, the sequence was off. I love the fact that you keep coming back to, and I might have to use this in in the show title, the whole relationship fast piece, because I personally do fasting and detoxification of the body and cleansing all the time. And if I think about it, the two-year firefighting adventure uh, allowed me my a, a complete relationship fast because I was unplugged and hiking in the mountains, fighting wildfires for for weeks and months on end. So you can't beat that kind of fast. (laughs) That's true. true. The ultimate unplugged. Yeah, that was definitely unplugged. Um, And and plus I'm from the East coast and I was out there on the West coast. So it's like, okay, well, whether I liked it or not, I was unplugging. And, Hmm. and the only, the only thing that actually back then that actually kept me connected was once a month, I would do a big upload of photos and stuff to the Facebook world back then. So that was 2010, 2011. So Oh, that was my, that's the only thing people started following me back then was because of those crazy adventures. (laughs) Um, Mm. but to your point, and I love this connection here because I feel like I know the book, your book is meant to give you a different point, but the whole black hole effect, right? It's like you, I guess choose your black hole. And, and, And I haven't read the full book yet, but I mean the whole black hole focus, love the term, um, but the point here is you basically are trying to get people to, to go down that black hole and get sucked in to maximum focus for performance
0: yeah. and that's the first you know that was the first step that books the first book a little bit shorter and it's it's all about instead of pushing yourself forward doing trickle forward goal setting mm-hmm. create a massive vision for what you want map it out align it with your priorities align it with who you are and that's going to pull you forward like a black hole this book the science of intelligent achievement my next book it goes from that all the way to the how to how to navigate the world uh, to to get what you actually want. So you figured out what you want, what that vision is pulling you forward. How do you deal with people? How do you figure out who you are? How do you protect your mental energy? That's something we haven't talked too much about. One thing I heard from the creator of Bulletproof Coffee, right? You're
1: a you're a health Dave mechanic. Asprey.
0: Dave Asprey, right? He I,
1: I saw I him I, this morning. <laughs> yeah,
0: I saw him. Too. I saw him on stage, and he said, "Look." Too many people ask themselves, you know, how can I get more hours in a day? How can I find more time so I can do more? The question you should be asking yourself is, how can I get more energy? How can I get so much energy that I can accomplish in one minute, but it takes somebody else an hour to do? Hmm. And that has really, you know, flung me forward into really researching mental energy and what your most valuable resource is. A lot of us think it's time. But like I say in the book, if you have ever sat in front of a YouTube video because you were tired, the same YouTube video, you've watched a rerun or a movie again, right? We've Mm -hmm. all done this. Then you know that time is your not most valuable asset. If you own a watch and an iPhone, why, right? If you do, you know that money is not your most valuable asset. We've all wasted money. Your relationships, a lot of people say your network is your net worth. I say crap because every one of us has experienced the, the need, the desire to give more to our relationships, to network more but we felt too spread thin, too sure. many obligations, right? I'm
1: guilty of it. I'm a huge networker, so.
0: So what, is, what does that mean? That's not your most limiting asset. Your most limiting asset is mental energy, mm-hmm. yourself. If your mental energy is peaking, and science has shown, there's, a, there's a, a bunch of studies, one by the Harvard Business Review, that, sh- that shows that during your peak mental energy hours during the day, you get four to five times as much done. That's why we all have this. It's at, It actually is 90 minutes to 120 minutes of peak mental energy during the day, where we are four to five times as productive. That literally means you can get as much done in 15, 20 minutes as somebody else can get done in an entire hour or more. Plus, That's amazing.
1: Some people call that their your flow state.
0: Your flow state. But yeah. none of us know – most of us do not know when that time is. And all it takes is having your phone saying, okay, I get up at 6 a.m. and then every hour, 7 a.m., 8 a.m., all the way down to like whatever, 10 p.m. And then every hour, just mark down on a scale of 1 to 10 what your mental energy is. Hmm. I guarantee you, because most of us, if you look at a lot of these studies – we're going to fall into the area of a couple hours after waking up, we're going to hit our t- peak mental energy. And for your peak, peak mental energy, that most alert
1: state, it's- well, Let's pause on this real quick. Minutes. What is, people are going to be like, wait a minute, how do I, a scale of one to 10 on mental energy, like how does one recognize, a beginner, right, recognize mental energy? Like for me, I'm a, I am love being like, some people feel productive or mentally powered, when they're crushing tasks or other people, if you're a writer, you're gonna crush a lot of creative new content. Um obviously this is gonna be different for every single person. So is there any type of I don't know, generalized guide that you can kind of hint at here? It's like to kind of at least recognize what you mean by mental energy or performance?
0: Yeah. So first of all, I mean a rule of good science is to look at trends, right? So you don't want to just do an N of one, we say N of one would be one day, right? You want to do a larger sample size. So I'd say do for a few days, even up to a couple of weeks and look at the trend because especially if you have a job, you're going to be doing different things during your peak mental energy time. So how do you know it's your peak mental energy? It can't just be when you're in a flow state because maybe you're in the middle of a meeting at work. You have to just be self-aware enough when you're checking in and over time, as you're checking in every hour, you're going to be like, wow, at 10 AM, my energy is like, I'm just like cracking. I'm going, doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm ready. I'm sharp. I'm participating more during meetings. I'm answering emails faster. I'm writing faster. And over time, you'll start to see what that trend is. And then you'll notice, oh, 2 to 3 p.m., I'm like, I'm ready for a nap. Like, I'm at like, a, I'm at, like, number four, right? And studies show this. Our circadian rhythms have, drop us after lunch in the, in the afternoon for a lot of people.
1: Oh, I discuss circadian rhythm all the time. Yeah, you speak in my language. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so it just depends on what you are. And, again, what most people are going to see is you're going to peak a couple hours after you wake up, usually, and – there's really there's three levels, right? You, I do it on a scale of one to ten, but you're going to see three levels. You're going to see your highest level of peak mental energy. It's going to last from ninety to 120 minutes, so two hours max. Usually a couple hours after you wake up. Then overall, you're going to have three to five hours of mental energy where you're going to be like an eight or above. It's about average. Most yeah, about, yeah it, there's a there was a great book called um, Man. It talked about deliberate practice. It was uh, talked about I think in I know Outliers. What you're talking about. Yeah, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, and then there was another book. Um, uh, something, it was studied elite performers, and what it found was that elite performers in fencing, in anything, the most they spend, like uh, practicing the cello, like we're talking Olympic level, the the best of the best, the most they spend in that deliberate practice is three to five hours, because after that, biologically, your brain just cannot be in the state that it needs to be to push itself further.
1: Are you, um, is this an older book? Cause I know like Tim Ferriss tried ta- tapping back into that same kind of theme with his, one of his newer books, The Tools of Titans. And he interviewed all these peak performing like gurus. So I'm not sure if that's what one, you're hinting at.
0: The one was, uh, I think it was Outliers. you talked about it. Okay. The, uh, something about world-class. I, I have the book somewhere, I forget the title of it, but it's, it's, oh, it's when all that talk about the 10,000 hour rule came out. Oh yeah. And what it found was is that, per you know, if you want to hit those 10,000 hours, it has to be 10,000 hours of deliberate practice to get to be like Olympic level, like Michael Phelps, whatever. But yeah. you only have three to five hours per day where you're in that 80% or above state.
1: I've got, I, th- I know what you're talking about because I had to have read the book because right now I'm bringing up Outliers, the story of success by Malcolm Gladwell, right? That's yes. a big one, the story on success. But then after that, I read Blink, which is the power of thinking without thinking. They talk yeah. a lot. I know they talk a lot about that. And then there's the tipping point also. I'm not sure if that's mentioned there too, but how little things can make a big difference. So they're all based on this whole outlier theme though. Uh, obviously, obviously Malcolm Gladwell authored all of them. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, and I'm trying to... Uh... I'm trying to find the two, but yeah, there's a couple of books. Oh, here we go. Talent is Overrated by uh, Geoff Calvin. Oh, I don't have that one. That is a great one. He goes, he takes a different angle than uh, Malcolm Gladwell. But again, it's back to the same thing. Like you have three to five hours of deliberate practice time. So that's that three to five hours of 80% or above. You have 90 to 120 minutes of peak. And -hmm. then the rest of your day is basically crap. Like, and so the rest of your day should be focused on, that's when you should be focused on your emails. That's when you should be focused on these you know, tasks that you can do at half-mast, right? That you can do with like at the 50% yeah. or the less. You're hinting last at month.
1: basically just restructuring and reorganizing your day based on those performance levels with the tasks versus creative type of energy you need to be channeling that those periods of time. Yeah, own.
0: because think about what most people do is their, their energy levels are peaking when they're at the office answering emails, yeah. when they're pushing somebody else's agenda forward, not their own agenda. Yeah. So, I don't care if you have – and this is why it can be so powerful to start waking up at 5 a.m., right? Because if you get up at 5, your mental energy levels are going to peak at 7, and then let's say you start work at 9, you're spending your peak mental energy levels on yourself and pushing yourself forward. Whatever your project is, you want to start a nonprofit, you want to do a book, you want to start a business, you need your peak mental energy to make that happen. Not you. You can't be giving all your peak mental energy
1: hours to. I have to re- I have to reassess mine because I I know exactly what you're talking about and I've done these exercises but I've been back and forth. People have told me that I need to just, you know, start getting around to writing a book and mm-hmm. I was like, man, I, it's okay. I have to go back and look at that performance scale and find that peak period mm-hmm. again because that because that's the only way I'm gonna be able to get something like that going. I mean, other than I have a ghostwriter who says she can go back and just listen to all of my podcasts and she could probably find all the content she needs to help write that book. But that costs like $8,000 yeah. and I'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> you can do a combination. Like you think, it, yeah, find when your peak mental energy is. That's when you're gonna sit down and you're gonna get in that flow state automatically and you're gonna crank out amazing content because your wheels are just firing at a 10. And then have you know get a ghostwriter to piece some of that together down the track.
1: Yeah, I like that. I mean, so, oh, quick side note then. So did you do any ghostwriting or is this all self-created content of yours?
0: All self-created content, but awesome. layers upon layers of editors and researchers, right? So it's amazing how a, a book will work. I ha- I work with people who will research a lot of the articles and content for me, and they'll take what I do in a video or with a post, and they will adapt and refine and add to it. And then there's like editor level number one, right? It might be a copy editor, whatever else, maybe a couple of rounds of that. And then you have a team, of, like a one or two developmental editors that can really add weight. You do an editorial polish and then the publisher gets it and edits it. And it's amazing how they, how great they are because they pull out like you don't lose your voice. Like they pull out the best stuff and they get rid of all the garbage. So you're they-
1: singing praise. I, I've, I've had other feedback where some people say, man, I'm so glad I self published because when I started talking to publishers, they wanted to strip this, strip that uh, Vinny Tortorich. I'm going to be recording him later after I'm done with you from fitness confidential. You know, his book, he said, listen, he's like, I self-published. He said, because I was not going to let somebody take, they wanted to take his book and turn it into two books because they were focusing on the money piece. And he's like, this isn't about the money. He's like, this is about the message and the, you know, the story that he wanted to get across. And I, I really appreciated that because um, it's very easy to target the money. And yeah, I tell people all the time, like M- money is important. You have to be able to sustain. But I mean, the guy who helped him launch that book is Dean Laurie." So Dean Laurie basically helped co-write that book with him. So whatever Dean says, I'm pretty much saying gonna go. That guy's pretty well known in the in the movie front. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I think self-publishing is a good idea. However, takes money. First of all, you're not gonna get rich by getting a publisher to publish your book unless no. you literally are Malcolm Gladwell. Um, but do not use. You know, people will justify self-publishing because they do not want to do the work of finding a publisher. For your first book, if you can, if you can get a publisher's name behind it, get it because you are going to get it out and get more exposure, right? Like my first book, it took, me a, it took me a year of sending emails to the publisher. I went to conferences, which was not easy, didn't have money at the time, but I went to conferences where publishers hung out, talked to a publisher, pitched my angle on it. I said, basically, it was going to be a uh, personal development book for nerds, right? Like, it, and that was kind of the angle I took. They liked it. I had to send an email almost every other week for a year until and and giving them stats on my platform, everything, until they said, okay, you're at the level that we think is good. We're going to publish. Welcome to Sales
1: 101. Follow-up. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. Follow-up. But don't take the easy road out and say, well, I don't want to put in the effort. I I sent one email. No publisher's ever going to publish it. I'm just going to self-publish on Amazon, which is fine. But don't use it as an excuse to not find publishers. Don't use it as an excuse not to build up your platform. Don't use it as an excuse not to do an incredible job.
1: No, that, that's a very good point because, to be fair, what you just explained doesn't just apply to book writing and publishing. I mean, this could apply to a lot of things in life, right? Like, no. I, I joke around people all the time, like, you know what? The, what? the projects that seem to be the most daunting, the most scary or the most unattainable, unattainable or the ones you should probably be spending a little bit of time on. Like, you might mm-hmm. need to start pulling the trigger on that because that could be that life-changing project, decision, uh, path you're about to fall down, uh, the mm-hmm. next black hole that you're going to fall into for focus. <laughs> I, I mean, just to tie that in together, but I yeah. truly believe that. I mean, this, anything worth achieving in life did not come easy. It took work.
0: Intimidation is your body's way of telling you that you must do something to grow.
1: Yeah. And, well, I mean, also there's what you, you have the, the PhD behind all this. So you can pay me explain this. What is the whole, how do they explain it with the, the classic, you know, your brain's there to protect you, right? So, uh, fight or flight, all of that, when you're about to take on something crazy and daunting, that's your first inclination of, oh no, I sh- I probably shouldn't do that. That's, that's your brain's protection system.
0: Well, you're psych- so there's two, two forces at work here. There is negativity bias, and then there is sense of loss. Now, the first thing that's going to happen is your brain is going to focus on everything bad that can happen because our brains are literally wired for negativity. And the reason is is because we developed this very small part of our brain in the very middle of our brain called the amygdala. And it's like an eight-lane highway for negative information. So that's why if somebody cuts you off in traffic or they won't hold the elevator door, they call you a jerk. You know, even if they said that you sit down to a performance review, they say 100 things that's great about you, one thing negative, you're going to key in on that negative thing because your amygdala, all that stuff all that negative information goes into your brain and gets stored immediately in your long term memory banks. However, positive information, you have to hold into your memory for 12 seconds for it to get stored. And none of us do that. None of us, you know, after somebody says, Hi, you did a great job on this, we don't meditate on it for 12 seconds to get it in there. Hmm. No, it's like, Okay, great. You know, give me the negative stuff and that's what's going to stick. So that's the first thing. The second thing is your sense of loss. Super powerful. Lots of studies on this. Basically, the, your, you wanting to protect what you could lose is more powerful than any other psychological force. You have to realize that and really hedge the other way, like counterbalance it by being more likely to take on risk starting before you're ready because it's just your sense of loss that's holding you back. And at the end of the day, you don't have anything to lose no matter what you
1: have. Well said. Well, it's interesting because, like, again, the tagline here for the, the science of intelligent achievement, right? Like, You're hinting at how smart people focus, create, and grow their way to success. So what you and I are talking about right near the whole, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, the whole positive and negative energy. You just gave us some of the science behind the brain and why we're. it's so easy for us to focus on the negative. And it yes. takes so much harder to really lock the positivity in. And yes. I believe you and I when, I, when we had our quick little interview the other night, uh, did I bring up the whole finder 2.0 thing to you?
0: I think you mentioned the... Yeah, because you, mentioned you the,
1: weren't familiar with it, right?
0: I, I heard it was a, it was a it's a sim- it's either a book or similar to a book right? There we go, the little one. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. I see that in every bookstore.
1: So Tom Rath, yeah, the author. So my biggest client, I just had her buy four of these for her team because in a week and a half to two weeks, we're gonna do a full immersion over two days. And I said, listen, I was like, you're not, I'm not coming to this meeting unless you have everybody do this uh, because mm-hmm. I did it back in two thousand fourteen. And the beauty of it is, this is actually tapped into, we've heard of the whole Gallup uh, surveys you can do the whole, yeah, so you got the, there's so many different tests nowadays, but the Gallup site and what they built into this system, probably the most in-depth testing I've seen. But the beauty Mm -hmm. is like, you have to buy the physical book because they give you a special code that is your code. And when you register on the website, that is your account and everything else. And they Mm -hmm. have another version of this that they split off separately that takes it to the next level, it's for leadership. But long story short, it spits out your top five strengths. And then you don't read the whole book. You read the five chapters that relate to your five strengths. So instead of focusing on where you're weak and things that you're not doing well, ergo negativity, forget about that. We're going to focus in the world of positivity. What are the five strengths that you're bringing to the table that you can always bring to the table? And two of her employees are very young millennials. And I have a feeling, this is like a test for me actually, I was like, I bet – they don't know the five, they probably don't even know three, three of the strengths that they bring to the table. So I can't wait to see the eye-opening results when they finish this because uh, they have, she's already sent them an email when the books arrive, when they show up they have to complete them. Uh, we're going to rush ship them to them before they come here to Pennsylvania, where we're going to do the immersion training. Um, and this is just a key piece that I have all clients do. I was like, guys, like you need to know the strengths that you're bringing forth that you naturally are have because what, what's the other best practice, right? Like you focus on the strengths and you outsource your weaknesses. So why are you spending all this time trying to focus on your weaknesses? You should be focusing what you're good at and crushing it in those areas. I don't know if you want to weigh in on that whole theme.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think the key here is to, especially when it comes to teams, make sure you have people on your team with different strengths. That's really the key. Everybody's gonna have weaknesses. Yep. Some people are just going to be, you know, things. Are, certain things are gonna be in their wheelhouse, which means that they're, like it's going to energize them. Other things that they do, it's going to de-energize them. So find out what brings somebody alive, figure out what that is, right? Whether it's through StrengthsFinder or whatever else. Uh, And then, okay, you got that strength covered. You're a 10 on that strength. What are you a zero on? We need to get somebody that has a 10 where you're a zero. right? And then you start on a team with that where you have people that have 10s in all different areas and that's what makes an incredible dynamic team.
1: Well, when you talk to all these multimillionaires or you go to these events, like I go to the whole Thrive event and they have these successful people on stage talking, they talk a lot about whether they, whether they have employees or they have virtual assistants, it doesn't matter. To be successful, you have to find. I already hinted at right. You you focus on what you're good at, and you outsource your weaknesses. But then the same thing you do that within your team, because then like you just said, you you build a team of people with different strengths so they can complement each other. And mm-hmm. say, great, I'm weak in this area, but now that we know now, once she knows everybody's strength on her team, she either a will find out. Wow, there's a couple of key areas that we are not strong on as a team, and that should be who you should be looking for in her next teammate that she hires to team member. Uh, yes. or she may actually have everything that she's been looking for on the team she just didn't know who was bringing that forth sure and now exactly. she could play to those strengths and the rest of the team will now know great you know johnny's got that and sarah's got that so everybody this is who you go to now these are your go to people to really help with those areas and i i just love playing exercises like this because she's never even thought about doing anything like this so
0: And really what it comes down to is just self-awareness, right? I mean, a lot of people go through their entire lives and they have no idea what brings them to life. They have no idea what energizes them. I mean, to bring it, you know, to close the loop, it is about mental energy. And what's going to energize one person is going to be different than another. If you can get a group of people with different things that are energized, uh, it's going to be be powerful.
1: So here's my question. How or where on the timeline do I incorporate in this, your new book, for them? because I'm, not, I'm excited by this now. Obviously I got to read it first, but uh, I'm just trying to think like, obviously, sequentially. Well, yeah.
0: Sequentially. Yeah. So, yeah. So sequentially, you know, going back to what I said earlier, you need people to focus on themselves and who they are as an individual and figure out who they are. And that's part of what you're saying here. Mm-hmm. Like individually figure out what your strengths are individually, figure out when your mental energy levels are peaking individually, figure out how you work. Right. And then once you have a bunch of individuals together, you can bring them together to make a great team i think a team of the same person everybody's trying to be the same person everybody trying to work the same way that's actually a recipe for disaster you need a team of individuals people who are all who have a certain level of autonomy and there's a lot of science by this There's a great book uh drive by uh I forget a great author uh he's a it's a lawyer but drive and it talks about you know i think it's in just, my
1: audible library actually
0: <laughs> yeah not purpose. you know purpose and mastery is one aspect Connection is another Uh, uh, black hole focus talks a lot about this in terms of our, our innate our prime needs, but one of them is autonomy. So you need to make sure that, okay, people know that they have strengths, give them an outlet for those strengths where they can leverage them on their own. They don't need somebody else to leverage them.
1: Drive by Daniel pink. (laughs) Daniel pink. Yeah. yeah. There we go. A a whole new mind. The surprising truth about what motivates us. There you go. Exactly. It's in the library. I just couldn't remember book. the author. <laughs> Dan's a great guy. Good book. Well, it, it goes, I mean, the reason why I'm, I'm, for our listeners, guys, we're joking around a lot about this, but we're taking this very seriously too, is that it, I'm not just promoting his book. I'm, we're promoting other people's books because what, all we're discussing here is there's plenty of tools out there. There's plenty of resources out there. I think from the average person, they just got to take the time to accept the fact that they don't know everything. And it's time to say, you know what, maybe over the next month, I just try and complete one new book, and you don't have to physically read it. I'm a big Audible guy. You could listen to it. Stop listening to podcasts. I I mean, I love I love my listeners, guys. But maybe take a break and crush a couple chapters out of an Audible book. Just saying.
0: Maybe take a break from all the nonsense that you do trying to impress other people. Maybe take a break from all of your friends who are sucking you into drama. Maybe spend some time with yourself. Figure out what you want. Listen to some books. You know, Uh, take a little relationship back. Yeah. Is that a new
1: book coming? I think, I mean, yeah, I love that term. That's a chapter
0: of the current book. It's a chapter. <laughs> I just think it's something that, you know, we talk about food fasting. We talk about going unplugged, all this stuff. But how about just stepping away and figuring out who you are and, you know, step away from the amoeba of everybody else and just everybody else's desires, what they want for your life, how they're influencing you and figure out who you are because you're an individual and maybe you forgot that. So is this one
1: of the free chapters you're giving away? This is not
0: one of the free chapters. Man. I know that. Oh, man. It was... I got so excited many. there. <laughs> there was only like three good chapters. No, I'm just kidding. There, but there was, <laughs> there's the mental energy one. Uh, I'm going to share
1: thing. this real quick. Cause right here to the listeners, guys, once this page is fully live and accessible, you got two free chapters you're giving away. So
0: you do get a chapter list that'll have the sub chapters of the relationship fast, but the two chapters there, there's the, the very first chapter. And then there was like chapter, I think like 29 that's in there.
1: Okay. So you get like a, a little taste of the beginning and a little taste towards the end.
0: So yeah, middle end. Trying exactly. to trying
1: to tie it all together for them. I like that. Well, it's it's a huge marketing piece. I tell people all the time, I'm like if those are two really good chapters, give away some of your best stuff because yeah. that's what gets people hooked and loyal. And then yeah. they'll then they'll, they they can lead them into the book. So
0: people are going to come if you if you are doing quality stuff, they're going to come to the source. So you can't be a, like hold on to everything, right? Again, people do that because of the sense of loss. They think they get it for free. They're not going to ever get a book. If you're writing a book it's not going to be about money. Get your message out there. That's what's important.
1: Yeah. I told you that too. Like my fiance's like, I told him I might consider writing a book for 2018. And she said, well, yeah, you know, so you're gonna sell it, right? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> but yeah, again, you just, you just, you're an author right there. You don't do it to, to make a million dollars. Okay. Let's be real. You're selling a book for five, 10 bucks, 15, whatever you decide to do. It's It's establishing yourself in the mainstream. It's building authority. It's building exposure. It's building your brand. And then, yeah, the successful writers, if they're very good in front of people, then you get to speak at events like you've done. You've traveled around the world, spoken at events. How many events have you done now?
0: Over three. It's probably close to 350. Oh, wow. 30 countries.
1: Okay. That's that's awesome. <laughs> so clearly, there you Over go. Over several
0: years, though. So.
1: And, and so clearly, you're expecting, obviously, this next book release to probably do even better than the black hole focus, right?
0: It's funny. I mean, I literally had, I mean, a very minute platform. I think, you know, my, I had one, my one website, I, I didn't launch my other companies yet. I had one website with, I mean, 100 people, maybe on it uh, a day. Uh, you know, now on on that side, I'm I'm at you know maybe a hundred thousand people a month, and several other websites. I have it's and it plus it's a different time too. I mean, sure. a lot more. You know, the boom of podcasts, right? The mm-hmm. boom of online. You know, a variety of online tools. I mean, video videos on Facebook, videos even on LinkedIn now. So there's a lot of other opportunities oh, yeah. out there. And um, you know, I'm I'm you know I'm really blessed to have the first book do well. So there's. Uh, readers who are coming back for more, right? So if you if you take that you time, you have a loyal it, audience. If you take that time to do a good job, like you were saying, right? You you have this super, you know, super amazing microphone that makes your voice sound like you're, you know, James Earl Jones. Why? <laughs> because quality matters, right? It's so true. Time, If you're gonna do anything, do it right. If you're gonna write a book, write a book. Okay?
1: Well, it goes back to what you said earlier, right? When, when people put on a sport jacket, they'll probably perform a little bit better, maybe more professionally. I knew for a fact as soon as I did the first audio test over a year ago yeah. with this microphone. My buddy, who was an audio engineer, he's like, "Man, he's like, you're you're like a cross between James Earl Jones and like Howard Stern right now." And I said, "Well, both those guys sound great, so yeah. sold. I'll keep this microphone.
0: <laughs> it makes a it difference. I mean, it's, it's a confidence yeah.
1: booster too. It's like you, at least it's one less thing that I have to worry about. I right. know that when I record from my home studio, I'm good."
0: Now oh. you can focus on the content. You don't have to worry right. about the sound. And you know, people who would just get the microphone and then do crappy content—that not, it's not—it's not a substitute. But if you do that and you focus on the content, the stuff that matters, it, it makes the difference. It's going to rise. It, it
1: frustrates me when I I see somebody who's got the potential for a great show and it does sound like crap. And I'm like, man, I could have listened to this, but this is so annoying. No, because there's thousands of podcasts out there, right? Just like your audiobooks, there's thousands of books out there. I'll tell you right now, did you do your audiobook? For this no, I, I
0: I had I went to an actual studio and we recorded. It's funny that you say that because I had the exact same thing. A lot a lot of people will just record it on a headset like this, whatever. Yeah. We went to an actual studio, purchased a lot of time. It is not something to do in one sitting. I thought it would be like I'm like oh I'll bang this out in an hour. They you know? want
1: you to try and do that because of uh, audio consistency. But I'm like yeah. if you have a good enough engineer, you're fine. As long as you don't come back with strep throat, I think you're all right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but the key is it takes, you have to get a, you know, a go to a place that has a mic like this, it has a sound studio, you know, you're not hearing background noise, and it made all the difference in the world. Yeah. Uh, really happy to do it. And that's, you know, you talked about investing in yourself like that. Crucial to do. The, the second, the entire second section of the science of intelligent achievement is about creative ownership. And you are exercising that by getting that microphone, by taking pride in your podcast. Um, by not just being reliant on other people, right, for for the success, you're taking it into your own hands. That's what really what creative ownership is. Too many of us are dependent on people, you know, people for our happiness. You know, if somebody at home says they love you, that's your all of your happiness is dependent on that. Or they're dependent on one boss, one boss liking them, their boss's favor for their entire career growth, all their success. They're they're, they're uh, reliant on one source of income, one client. They're reliant on The audience liking them, you know, you can't be dependent on that. You have to be independent. You have to exercise creative ownership and taking pride in what you do. Elevating, you know, investing yourself. That's a big part of that.
1: Oh, gotcha. And and again, it goes back to, actually, I can sum up what you just said there. Invest in yourself. It will then ooze outward into everything else that you do. <laughs> I mean, like, I, yeah, I started the show with a kick-ass microphone. I will warn you, it does sometimes trigger because I'm a gearhead, you know, I'm a skier and a mountain bike and a rock climber. I'm in all the crazy stuff. So it's like the gear gets expensive, but, uh, you know, this then led to like, if you would have signed to my show a year ago, I didn't have that nice online booking form and the integrated scheduler. Like I was just booking stuff willy nilly. I never even, until this show, even as a marketing consultant, I never shared a scheduling functionality through my site. I never allowed people access to my schedule and I was afraid of it. But then like through this and the growth and that into my business, like, okay, well, no, you can control what you unlock to the public world and then build it out so it looks very professional and it improves your image. So everything happens for a reason and you just have to be willing to keep trying new things and, and take additional steps to grow. That's what I always promote to people anyway, so.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, so soon. listen, we,
1: we've been on for a while. I want to respect your time. Um, this has been a great. I'm glad you and I got connected because uh, you, uh, you weren't even on my get list, but I actually knew who you were. That's what, That's the crazy thing. I'm like, man, the black hole focus. I know that. So uh, I, I love what you're doing. So this link that you did share with me, is this something that I can include in the show notes? This is live, is shareable? Please,
0: that's live, yeah. Okay,
1: good. So because you don't have that integrated through your main site yet, right?
0: I mean, no, not until a uh, couple of days, so it's literally hot off the press, but it's, it's live. It's hot. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Oh, because you have a different book, Emotionally Intelligent Leader. Okay. That's a different one.
0: Oh, that's yeah. That's an uh, e- e-book.
1: E-book. That's yeah. It. Okay. All right. Well, perfect, because I want to make sure, obviously, this is getting out there. So to our listeners, guys, again, I always put all this on the show notes, so in the blog article, you better go in there, and I'll have a cl- hyperlink to his book. Um, are, you're not on Amazon yet. It is on Amazon. Oh, it is? It's already live? Yeah. For pre-order? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep
0: pre-order let me uh oh, let me bring that up to... i got the short link here for you
1: oh sweet boom boom let me share that bad boy up so we're not kidding you guys there you go If people watch on youtube there it is science of intelligence achievement i see that's realistic anything within 30 bucks i think if, if people can't invest 30 dollars in their intelligence there's something wrong with your goals. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it's and a hefty book And you're book under too. 30, so it's
0: hefty book. It's funny you said about cutting it out. We actually had to cut out a couple of chapters, um, which is good because it makes it tighter. And uh, but it is it's a hefty book compared. It's pr- it's probably about twice the twice the size of Black Hole Focus.
1: Oh really? Wow. And now is the so the beauty of audio books is the audio a full book, or are you still the, have the audio chapters of cut
0: Black out? Black Hole Focus is a full book. There's there, the audio. We haven't recorded the audio of Science of Intelligent Achievement yet, though.
1: Oh okay. All right. So, so the audio
0: Black Hole Focus is out. Okay, perfect.
1: Film. Okay, so for Science of Intelligence Achievement, physical book is audible. Uh, if you are an audio guy like I am, we do have audio for the Black Hole Focus, but what, do you have a, a goal for a timeline on Science of intelligent Achievement
0: audio? The audio, uh, it'll usually it's usually a few months after the physical release okay. uh, with our publishers. I do have... We do have a, a, a free option to get the, the audio book of Black Hole Focus, too. I might as well share that with
1: you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll plug that in if we get, get drive some traffic. Because I think,
0: it's, I think we're taking it off the free list here. So that last link is Boom. for the audio book. If you, if you get on that list, we've been just sending it out for free. We'll probably continue that until this book launches.
1: The new There book. it is. Black Hole Focus. And this is yeah. on Audible, too, or no? Yeah, yes.
0: This is the one that's on Audible. Yes, yes. okay, so good. Black Hole focuses on Audible. Perfect. Uh, the new book, The Science of Intelligent Achievement, not even out yet, coming out in a few weeks. That That's physical only right now.
1: Okay, and so people trying, yeah, there we go. It's pre-order on Amazon. Perfect. The last two books I bought were pre-order because I try and get the books before I meet the authors, and <laughs> sometimes things are happening so quickly. I'm like, Yeah. all right, well, uh, well, we'll have to follow up after I read all the books, and we'll do a follow-up episode too to promote you months from now, so which yeah. I, I love. I, your background is powerful. What you speak on is powerful. It, it vibes with everything that I do. Like I'm a marketing consultant and sales and marketing professional, but I'm a huge supporter on self-development and professional development, especially in coaching, because that's what I did in, in the corporate world too. I coach and develop people. So yes. this is everything. This is content that people need to know and they, they have to be start at least considering taking action on this content. So uh, but every other book that I mentioned tonight, I'm going to include that in the, in the, blo- in the, the blog as well because anytime, by the way, side note, anytime you tie together other people's books, uh, especially once you, you start ranking in Amazon, they'll start creating book associations. So like, oh, when somebody buys this book, they suggest that book. So that's the master plan for your book is you want to get it associated with some of these other, uh, you know, book choices. So to our listeners, guys, if you end up buying like two or three of the ones we just talked about tonight, make sure you include his in the pre-order in. And that way you start helping him get associated with some of these other influential people. Look at this marketing wizard. You're hired. <laughs> I just geek out on this stuff. Yeah. I so. love it. Cool. Well, all right. So you've okay. had such a powerful show with us today. Uh, our, co-hosts i always want to honor them and their brand and what you're doing with having uh, the final word of the show the final message to leave behind for our listeners and you've already shared so much uh but is there anything that's kind of all-encompassing big picture over all the books the speaking everything you're trying to do is there a message that has always been there that you try and get out there the people who follow you or because again if people forget everything else we talked today but at least they will remember this about you
0: Your biggest obstacle is yourself. Um, That that would be the takeaway message. And I think spending some time with yourself, going on that relationship fast, mapping out your mental energy level, spending some time figuring out you, that is going to unlock
1: your future more than anything else. I love that. That is powerful. All right, well, hang tight. I'm going to give you a proper goodbye off the air. To our listeners, guys, again, check out The Science of Intelligent Achievement. Again, it's coming out in a few weeks, but also more importantly, go back and also check out his prior book's Go to his website. Everything's going to be hyperlinked into the blog article content. It's IsaiahHankel.com, H-A-N-K-E-L. And again, Black Hole Focus, you can get it right now. You can get it on Audible, or sorry, Audible, audio, everywhere. I'll make sure I'll be adding it to my library. So if you guys follow me and care about anything that I say, just do what I do just add it to your subscription list. (laughs) So again, to our listeners, guys, that's another Live the Fuel podcast. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. We'll talk to you guys again soon. And remember, please keep living the fired up epic life. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel fans. Quick commercial break. Uh, Before we close out the episode, just wanted to give you some extra tips and tricks before we send you on your way. So, again, thank you again for listening to the Live the Fuel show. I hope you got a lot out of this recent episode. Uh, More importantly, please subscribe to the show if you haven't subscribed yet. Stay in touch, get me some feedback, submit a review on iTunes or Stitcher, and get us there, the voice of you, the listener, so we can build this content back into the show and make sure that I'm actually taking you, the listener, into this. Uh, design and future as live the fuel grows so again subscribe submit a review stay in touch heck on that point go visit live livethefueltank.com. tankcom live the fuel tank.com. that will take you to the link to our private Facebook group community where you can join and I can stay more in touch with you going forward outside of the podcast world all right last quick little piece here for you guys some extra value one go to livethefuel.com main page. You'll see on there, we have our free resources guide. If you are looking for free content and not having to pay for it, consider getting on my email list. You click on the button, send me my copy, get your super sevens resources guide. There's over 21 of my favorite online resources that I built into this little uh, electronic guide for you guys. There's no cost. It'll just be emailed to you just by hopping on my email. Again, just thank you for listening. I want to give you some value. Uh, second piece of my little extra nuggets of knowledge, if you want to call it this, is go to the resources section on the site. In there, I have three columns, health, business, lifestyle, and two, right off the bat that I want to make sure you guys are taking advantage of is number one, eatpillinuts.com, and number two, villacapelli.com. Their logos are on the site. You got a big bowl of nuts there, and you got a cool big V Power V logo. Both of those, if you use the discount code FUEL, F-U-E-L, you will get 10% off at checkout. So take advantage of that, please, and thank you. And more importantly, there's other companies linked on there. Uh, my nutritional and health alignment with Isogenics since 2010, uh, the Pure Vitamin Club company for their kick-ass magnesium B12 and an awesome multi-cap. There's some additional business resources on there. Number one, Singularis IT. I go mountain biking and road cycling with the founder. This is a legitimate IT company. I don't care where you are in the world. You can use their services. We're talking about serious white glove level services. I've moved all of my IT solutions over to them and I outsource them regularly for any future and onboarding clients down the road. And lastly, but not leastly, David Studio. If you have no clue who this guy is, Guess what, he is my new audio engineer. This is the guy I've been having making it happen behind the scenes. I found him through the Fiverr world. So if you search for David, DAVID studio on Fiverr, you can track this guy down. But guess what? He's also on the Upwork platform. He's on the People Per Hour platform. You can search for him through his real name. I've never literally physically met this guy or talked to him in person. We haven't just met through the online world. But if you search for E-M-I-N, that's I believe pronounced Emin and uh, Fickick, which is F as in Frank, I-K-I-C, you can search for him in Upwork people per hour, Oh, more importantly, just go to Fiverr like I did. But if you are a podcaster or somebody just looking to get quality audio engineering, this is your guy. So again, guys, I'll let you get back to your day. Thanks again for listening to Live the Fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon.
0: Thank you for listening to Live the Fuel. Visit us at LiveTheFuel.com. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at Live the Fuel. Live the fired up, epic life. Hashtag Live the Fuel.